0: Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show live, as always brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. And today, in honor of all the great things that have been going on with my Padres, we're going to have the Swingin' Fryer Ale, Hoppy Pale Ale. Uh, another good one. Cheers to you all. Believe me, I need a beer right now uh crazy world we're in right now man um hopefully this can be a distraction from what's been going on because i certainly need it i'm just (laughs) kind of overwhelmed kind of overwhelmed but again cheers to you we'll talk about fishing talk about kayak fishing uh for anybody who's new to this every tuesday and thursday we broadcast some of our older episodes of the kayak fishing show Uh, Tuesdays, we do the Jackson kayak years. So some of the newer stuff on Thursdays is really the throwback. So like today is from season two, uh, episode 12. Um, we are now, uh, filming episode or I'm sorry, season, uh, 12. So been at this a while. And having a good time. So uh, thanks, everybody, joining us. On Tuesdays, also, uh, if you were here with us on Tuesday, um, we have with us Patrick Sabil at the beginning of every show now, uh, going over some of his lures and offering you guys a discount. And I should throw that up for you for the people um, that are interested. And again, this is at uh, abandofanglers.com if you want to go over there. You can use the discount code. Now, the, the 24-hour discount code is passed, but if you use uh, the lower discount code there, um, the yax 4 15 you can get a fifteen percent discount on any of the hyper lures, which uh, includes the dart spin, which is, uh, of course, one of my favorites that I've caught about 35 different species of fish on. So... Uh, there's that code. I'll leave it up there for a second. If you want to look. And again, that's at angler, a band uh, of anglers.com. A couple people. And, and I apologize, um, on Tuesday because we have Patrick on at the beginning and then we want to get through the episode with another guest. Didn't get to a whole lot of the comments. Uh, but I do appreciate all you guys who do comment and, uh, and join us every week. Oh, Nicholas, uh, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> um yeah so um I said Patrick I told him we'd give him 10 minutes and I know we pushed into 15 but trying to rein Patrick in uh into a shorter time period is always tough uh he is so knowledgeable he's got so much stuff to share he's so passionate about fishing and about his products trying to rein him into a shorter amount of time where we can actually squeeze in questions and stuff. Can be tough. So, um, you know, on those episodes, we may not quite get in as many questions. I generally try to go back and answer questions after the fact um, if I can and if they relate to uh, stuff I've been talking about. But um, again, they are fun. And if you want to learn a lot, like I said, for the next six weeks, the first 10, 15 minutes of each show will have Patrick Sabiel. And at the end of those six weeks, we will be giving away a Patrick Seville handpicked package of lures, $150 gift assortment of lures handpicked for, by Patrick for your type of fishing. So that's, that's pretty cool. So anyway, uh, as I said, you know, every Tuesday is the kind of newer stuff, Jackson kayak. These, uh, Thursdays are the ocean kayak years, the older stuff. Um, today's episode, I, I actually couldn't get a hold of the guest who was on the shoot with me um, but uh, it was my friend Ed howerton and we traveled down to anglers inn down at Lake El Salto basically down in Mazatlan uh, world-famous uh, bass lake uh, if you guys know me I'm not a, a huge bass angler but you know anytime you can go to someplace that is w- that well known and go and catch a lot of fish it, it was certainly fun and um, the things, and I I say this all the time about Angler's Inn is the, I don't think you'd go anywhere and have better customer service. Um, They literally, when you arrive, they, um, you know, they take down your name, they take your picture and it's hung on a wall where the staff are. So they all know your face, your name. So they all greet you by name. Um, they write down your favorite beverage. They write down how you want your coffee. So in the mornings you, uh, you get up to a little knock on the door, Mr. Jim, Mr. Jim, it's time to get up. I have your coffee for you. And like, maybe a little Danish. Um, so they'll get you up with your coffee and a Danish, and then you go and have some breakfast and then get you out to your boats to, to go fishing. Uh, you come back in at lunch uh, they meet you at the dock uh, with a platter uh, usually with your favorite beverage. So if you have a favorite beverage, if you say it at the beginning of the week, you're pretty much going to get that beverage every day of the rest of the week. So if it's a rum and Coke or a margarita or whatever, uh, they meet you right there. It's um, right as you're stepping off the boat and they don't let you touch a thing. You know, as far as your gear or anything, they take it for you and, and haul it up there for you. It's It's amazing, amazing customer service and El Salto is just... Uh, a phenomenal bass lake. Um, another part of this episode, uh, we went actually down to the coast and did some, uh, fishing with Billy Chapman Jr. Who is the owner, um, and went fishing off again, off the kayaks, uh, for rooster fish. So, uh, a pretty cool place, uh, a great company. And like I said, um, amazing, amazing customer service there. Um, See, there was a couple of comments here. Uh, well, Nicholas who gave us the band of anglers uh, and Liam who uh, is watching over at Kayak Fishing Tales. And again, people are new to this, maybe watching it on Facebook. This also airs at the same time live um, on the Kayak Fishing Show group page, as well as on YouTube. Um, and uh, that's again, kayakfishingtales.com, our YouTube channel, so you can watch all of our stuff there. So um, because I don't have a guest, I don't have a lot of stuff to, to banter on about this, so we'll uh, stop at the next com- commercial break and answer any questions, anything like that. But uh, for now, let's let this episode roll. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, we're rocking Mexico with Angler's Inn. Legendary outfitter and angler, Billy Chapman Jr. is our host and guide at his famous Angler's Inn here at Lake El Salto. We're learning everything we need to know about catching trophy largemouth. And after that, we're checking out his offshore operation and hunting down one of my favorite fights from the kayaks, rooster fish in the boiler rocks. Stay tuned, Billy and his crew are gonna show us how to kayak fish in style.
1: At the forefront of any sport, you inevitably find someone pushing the limits. While kayak fishing has been exploding in popularity, Jim Salmons has been doing just that. Uh, Yeah, look at these. Nice. From the seat of his (laughs) ocean kayak, Jim challenges the world's top game fish and puts his kayak fishing skills to the ultimate test. Never fought a kayak, have you, fish? From freshwater, to saltwater. Jim's mission is simple, to discover the best fishing destinations in the world and prove that anything is possible from a kayak. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by. Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident series of fishing kayaks. Ex officio, clothing, footwear, and gear for the adventurous spirit. Standard Horizon, nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. Maui Jim, eliminate glare, turn up the color. Scotty, the way to fish. Seagar, the inventors of fluorocarbon. And Yakima rack systems and trailers. Take it easy. Last week on the Kayak Fishing Show, Jim Salmons and Ed Howerton arrived in Mexico, where they hooked up with renowned angler Billy Chapman Jr. at Angler's Inn Lodge on Lake Mateos. For three days, the guys pounded the water and learned why Lake Mateos is considered one of the best bass fishing lakes in the world.
0: (laughs) Not quite the big one I saw boil there a minute ago. There's biter right there.
2: <laughs> Something like that. It's a smaller one, but we'll
1: take it. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Although the guys caught countless four to six pound largemouth, they still haven't caught the ten pounder they're after. So this week, Billy is taking the boys to Lake El Salto, a three hour drive south of Lake Mateos. Lake El Salto is a man made lake. Spanning 27,000 acres in the foothills of the Sierra Madre Mountains, with double-digit bass being a commonplace catch, it's not surprising that the lake is referred to by many notable bass anglers as the best trophy bass lake in the world.
2: I'll put El Salto against any lake out there in the world today, and I'll challenge any lake in the world today, weighing five fish a day for four days, total weight, and that's where El
1: Salto's king, and it. The guys arrive at Angler's Inn Lodge at El Salto, and it's immediately apparent why Angler's Inn is considered one of the premium fishing lodges in the world. Situated right on the banks of Lake El Salto, nobody roughs it at Angler's Inn. Having settled into Lake El Salto, the guys grab their fishing gear and head to the water. It's time to find out firsthand how great the fishing is.
2: So we're here at El Salto at Angler's Inn, heading out for our uh, first morning at this lake. This lake's known for some really big bass, so we're using these support boats to get way back in the lake, hopefully fish some waters that the other guys aren't hitting, and get in amongst these trees and get on some early morning surface action. We really want to get a big bass off the kayak,
3: so we're going to go get them right now.
1: Stay tuned as Jim, Ed, and Billy continue their hunt for the big hit on Lake El Salto.
0: Yeah, so um, we talked about uh, being at Mateos, and originally that episode we aired a few weeks ago. Um, As far as I know, that lake has been drained. Uh, they, uh, it's no longer in existence, which is a shame, but, uh, there was a cool river behind it. We fished that. I mean, it, it was a, a super, super cool place. Now, as I say, you know, I always say, it's like, I am not really much of a freshwater guy and, you know, not much of a bass guy. I really wasn't back then. Um, I mean, again, this was only the second season of our show and I really wasn't doing any freshwater fishing at all back then. So I've done a lot more freshwater fishing since then, a lot more bass fishing, uh, still don't consider myself you know uh, a real bass angler per se, but um, I've learned a lot over the years since we we shot this one. so that's why uh, you know I brought like my friend Ed who did a lot of uh, of bass fishing with us on this trip to uh, get kind of give me some instructions so I could learn so um if you guys can please uh, you know throw some questions out there. Uh, I always ask this if you can share these with your friends. I really appreciate it you know try to to build the audience all the time and um, get a bigger reach which allows us to keep doing these things so let's keep her going
1: this episode was brought to you in part by yakima and the rack and roll trailer for more information about the rack and roll trailer visit www.yakima.com this week on the kayak fishing show jim sammons and ed howerton are on mexico's legendary lake el salto on the hunt for monster largemouth bass
0: I've always wanted to come to this place. I've heard just great things about the operation and insane things about the big largemouth bass you can catch here. So
1: we're out after
0: it and hopefully we're going to get a big one for you today.
1: To show them around, they've hooked up with National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Famer, Billy Chapman Jr. Billy is the owner of Anglers Inn International, a world-renowned outfitter with five-star lodges on Lake Mateos and Lake El Salto.
2: Anybody who comes to Anglers Inn on El Salto or Lake Mateos can take advantage of their fleet of sit on top fishing kayaks. So, anybody who wants to even just come down here and fish the boats one day can also take out their kayaks and try those for a day. Ah, nice! <laughs> Right off the stage, man, that was awesome. To that uh, see Magic Swimmer all the way up on the stage. Come Saturday night, seems like everybody the knows <laughs> when I'm a-coming into town. They say that was you beautiful, Ed. The nice. <laughs> and I'm rumbling, coming from the ground. <laughs> and once I get going, I can't seem to stop. So you best be getting out of my way and you better wave goodbye. Oh, he's night. underneath the and branch. You will be like anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was underneath the branch. <laughs> Went under it and jumped my on the other side of it. Rails, well. life <laughs> a there you go, Will, a different species. <laughs> Catfish. coolest things about the kayak we always talk about is the advantages of fishing where boats can't always get to and real skinny water and thick coverage, thick kelp. And this is one of those times, you know, we're in in amongst these trees and getting right up against shore and really getting into areas again that the boats just can't get to. Yeah, that's a good fish. I don't know if that's the, the key to El Salto's success, but 100% pure flutter strain bass were flown in from Houston. And me and my father brought them down and in, like I in said, 1985. There
3: you go. And just
2: sat back and let them definitely grow. Like it, huh? And boy, did they grow. They're, they're short and they're so definitely thick. A better one. Maybe my biggest. If you're looking for your 10-pound bass, El Salto's one of your best bets in the world
1: today. Yeah, man. With a great first day under their belts, the guys head back to Angler's Inn to wind down and prepare themselves for the next day. As usual, a fresh margarita is ready for them as they get off the boats. Billy never misses a trick. I mean, I'll tell you honestly, I've
0: never been anywhere where the service was so incredible. I mean, the guys were there to help you. They were never in the way, but
2: always there to help you like that. Service is our focus. You know, I've always felt it as, uh, as an outfitter that that's one thing you can always guarantee in a trip. There's no reason why you can't supply service. Can't guarantee about catching 100 bass a day, but service is something that's there that should always be there, and and we guarantee it. And,
0: well, I mean, I had I had been hearing about El Salto for years, and the first time I ever talked about coming out of Mazatlan, it was like, we've got to go to El Salto. I, I've, you know, and I'm not even a freshwater bass fisherman, but I just said, you know, it's one of those places you have to go, right? I mean, if, for, for a bass fisherman, it's, it's probably right up there on their list of a place you have to go. And after experience it, experiencing it, I can understand why.
3: I, we didn't lack for anything. There, you know, when we, when we got there, uh, you don't touch your bags. You walk in the room. Everything's taken care of. There is a tray of margaritas when you walk up it's uh it's it's actually this it's pretty amazing i'm not used to being pampered so to have that people you know walk around and and uh and have be there at your beck and call it's it, it you know it's pretty amazing i'm you know it, it's i'm overwhelmed by it all <laughs> well this girl that gets into it uh...
1: although you don't need to have any kayaking experience to enjoy kayak fishing There's no doubt that good paddling technique is a real asset. And so this week, world champion kayaker Ken Whiting talks about the three golden rules of kayaking. Brought to you by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident Fishing Kayak and the Torque, featuring a Minn Kota motor.
4: One of the greatest things about kayak fishing is that anyone, a complete beginner, can go out, catch fish, and have a great time. But as you get into kayak fishing and you want to start pushing things, catching bigger fish, traveling further out, fishing in, in rough conditions, paddling technique really becomes important. And that's where the three golden rules of kayaking come in. The three golden rules of kayaking are a set of rules that'll let you paddle the most efficiently, comfortably, and safely. The three golden rules state that one, you need to let your upper and lower bodies work cooperatively, but independently from each other. Two, you need to maintain a power position with your arms. And three, you need to use the power of torso rotation for all your strokes. The first rule is letting your upper and lower bodies work cooperatively, but independently from each other. What that means is that while my upper body is performing one task, my lower body can perform a totally separate task. This separation comes from the hips, and it requires that they stay loose and relaxed. With loose hips, you can keep your head and body balanced over the kayak, while your boat goes with the flow. The second golden rule is maintaining a power position with your arms. This keeps your shoulders safe while you're paddling and lets you get the most power for each stroke. Now what this means is that my hands need to always stay in front of my body when I'm taking any type of stroke. And that means rotating the upper body to do so. This doesn't mean that you can't reach the back of your boat to take a stroke. It just means that in order to do so, you'll need to rotate your whole upper body so that your hand stays in front of you. This act of rotating the upper body is fittingly named torso rotation. Not only does this keep your shoulders safe, but it lets you harness the most power for your strokes, which is why it's our third golden rule. Now, using the power of torso rotation for all your strokes simply means that you're gonna be using more than just your arms and shoulder muscles. You're using your whole upper body to power your boat. This means you're gonna be paddling much more efficiently torso rotation involves twisting at the waist as you take strokes rather than just pulling with your arms. You can see how much power you get from torso rotation with this simple drill. Try forward paddling with your arms locked straight. The only way to pull your paddle through the water is by rotating at the waist. So there you have it, the three golden rules of kayaking and now something to know is that these rules apply to all types of kayaking, not just kayak fishing. Until next time, I'm Ken Whiting and that's your kayaking tip of the week.
1: for more tips. And
0: I always reiterate this. I think one of the reasons that pedal boats have become so popular um, is because a lot of guys don't take the time to actually learn how to paddle properly. So getting a good, uh, some good paddling instruction. Uh, so you learn how to actually use a paddle uh, makes a huge, huge difference. Um, a pedal boat, you know, pretty much anybody can get on one and, you know, do the pedal motion or the pedal, you know, stair, step motion, what have you. Paddling does take a certain amount of technique. Uh, Once you have that technique, um, you become more efficient and you're using the whole body. I know a lot of people will say the uh, pedal boats are better because you're using your legs, which are stronger than your arms, which of course is true. But, um, as a paddler, you don't use just your arms. You're using, as Ken was saying in that tip, uh, a torso rotation. So you are using your whole body. You're using your legs. So if you are going to a paddler, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with pedal boats, but if you are going to be a paddler, um, A, invest in a good paddle. You know, that you, I can't reiterate enough how important a good paddle is. You know, I love my Werner paddles and um, get some good paddling instructions So you become an efficient paddler, so you can cover more water more efficiently. Uh, you're not going to get exhausted because if you're just paddling with your arms, your arms are going to get tired quickly. Um, Mitch, how are you, man? Thanks for joining us. Uh, Ramses, uh, also joining us from Kayak Fishing Tales. Thank you guys so much. So with no further ado, let's keep this thing rolling. Again, if you have any questions, please, please shoot them up here. It always makes for a more entertaining show when I'm getting questions. And um, we always ask again, if you can please share these videos with your friends.
1: Some tricks and some incredible kayak fishing action. Check out Kayak Fishing Tales web TV at kayakfishingtales.com. After a good night's rest, the boys are up and at it early again for another big day on Lake El Salta. Hey.
2: <laughs> Will there ain't nothing better than a Saturday night and it's been on lights. Shave call me in <laughs> up there on the wrist. Late, black, made check, fresh pack of cigarettes. Stick with me, you see new boots on. My feet, hair gone, half gone, feeling like a yeah. hundred bucks. Like bucks. Bad, a hundred bucks. Well, I'm going downtown, I'm going to try my luck and I ain't going down till the sun comes up. You got your balls, real game a bull, drive and look look cool, jump back, shot a jack look, get him in the back, dance for One more head's gonna be sore. Listen, honey, here's some money, another round. Keep on coming. Just keep on coming. Well, there's a baby little waitress running off her feet. Don't give a number to punks like me. She got the shorts, good looks, a curves so pretty, her Shaking hips, red lips, only in it for the tips and that smile. drop you wild. I wish I wasn't so shy. I bet she got a boyfriend. Don't give a damn. I don't
3: give a damn. I honestly, you know, I can't. I, I don't know if you can teach it, but patience. Patience is a virtue. I mean, honestly, I I, I can. I, I I always keep a smile on my face, no matter if I'm catching or not. I'm always smiling, you know. I don't get worked up. If I lose a fish, eh, you get a little bummed for a few minutes, and eh, you go on about your business. But don't let don't let losing a fish ever ever destir- you know take you out of the game. <clears throat> oh, he's off. Well,
2: I thought I was going to be on camera there for a minute with a fish, but. Hit that release button with my Strike King, and it does work. They will go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are fun baseballs.
1: Hit it on the ball. Yeah, Billy. Stay tuned. When we come back, Jim, Ed, and Billy change things up as they head to the big city of Mazatlan to hit the Sea of Cortez in search of monster rooster fish in the boiler runs. Yeah, yeah, the kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, Ex Officio, Scotty, Maui Jim.
0: Of course, these are Standard old sponsors Horizon. other than Standard Horizon. Still a sponsor.
1: California Press.
0: So i don't think we ever ended up catching a really big one on the trip but you can see we caught some quality fish but we caught a lot of fish i mean it was absolutely amazing amazing fishing the kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by
1: standard horizon and their new hx 851 handheld floating vhf radio with gps nothing takes to the water like standard horizon after two fish fish-filled days on lake el salto Jim Salmons, Ed Howerton, and Billy Chapman Jr. have made their way back to Mazatlan to test their luck in the Sea of Cortez. Well, cool. I, I like I like the expedition part of it. You know what I mean? It could go good. It could go bad. You never know. Now we just got to find the fishies. Word has it that a recent storm has scattered the big schools of fish, but the boys remain optimistic.
0: Well, we just made a really long boat ride out to the fishing grounds. I think it took three minutes. <laughs> easily paddle anybody can fish here off a kayak just paddling straight out
2: we are about to get into some fish here <laughs> it's going to be crazy <laughs> That boy. <laughs> I mean, really all of us hooked up many times it was all of us hooked up at the same time
0: jacks nice sized rooster fish and the beautiful cabrilla coming out i mean what a fight those are come up hit your bait run straight back to the rock and again there's an advantage of a kayak right fish goes up goes right underneath the rock where a
2: boat's going to be stuck over here trying to pull that thing out of the rock we just slide over from to the other side it out from the other side exactly and we're able to land fish that maybe a boat fisherman would have been able to land i believe they couldn't To be honest with you
1: one of the reasons kayak fishing has been booming in popularity is the fact that it makes targeting even the smallest fish more fun but some anglers love to get their adrenaline going by targeting big fish And so that's what world-renowned big-game angler Jim Salmon's is going to look at in this week's Kayak Fishing Tip, brought to you by Standard Horizon and their new HX 851 floating, submersible, handheld VHF radio with GPS and waypoint navigation.
0: I can tell you from personal experience that catching big fish off your kayak will get your heart pumping and your adrenaline flowing like no other type of kayak fishing. But big game kayak fishing isn't for everyone. Not only is fighting big fish from a kayak more physically taxing, but it can be dangerous since you're so close to water level. With that said, if you're still interested in catching big game from a kayak, here are a few things that you should know. First off, do your research. Make sure you know what to expect before you get that big fish on your line. Or better yet, hire a guide who has experience with those fish. When it comes to big game kayak fishing gear, you don't really need to have big heavy gear because in a kayak you just can't put that much pressure on the fish anyway but make sure it's top quality because you may be on that fish for a real long time i generally like a rod to be long enough to reach around the bow of the kayak in case the fish runs under the boat in most cases a seven foot rod works great but if i'm going after big tuna i'll jump down to a six foot rod because i'll know i'll be needing the pulling power as far as your line goes Because I'm usually using smaller reels, I'll load them up with 60 to 80 pound braided line, and then put a top shot of 60 to 100 pound fluorocarbon leader. For the end game, make sure you have the appropriate landing and releasing tools, and that the deck of your kayak is as clear as possible. Once you get that big fish on the line, your actions are kind of going to be dictated by how the fish acts. Is it running straight out? Or is it a fish that goes straight down like a big tuna? You can fish a much tighter drag than you may be accustomed to when fishing from shore or a boat because the fish will actually be pulling your kayak in tow. So you're really not pulling as hard on the fish as you may think. In fact, I'll often drop my feet into the water over the sides of the kayak to increase the drag of the boat. Of course, this tightening the drag theory doesn't always work when you have a fish that runs straight down. In that situation, you may need to back the drag off. That's where a lever drag reel really comes in handy. Although tiring, a long fight on a big fish is really the easy part. Things can get really tricky and dangerous in the landing stages. How you land the fish will depend on the type of fish you're hooked into, the regulations, and whether or not you're planning on keeping or releasing the fish. Whatever type of fish you're landing, the best way to protect yourself is to take your time. Make sure that fish is good and tired before you bring it up to the kayak and attempt to land it. When it's time to land it, having a buddy on hand will be a huge asset, not only in landing the fish, but also in reviving and releasing the fish. In fact, in many cases, you really should have a powerboat on hand for support during the landing and releasing stages. Although you should always be wearing a PFD and have basic safety gear on hand, like a VHF radio and a cutaway tool, make sure you don't leave your common sense on shore. It's easy to get caught up in the excitement and thrill of catching these really big game fish off your kayak. But it's very important that you don't get so caught up in the excitement that you lose sight of the real dangers that are there. Sometimes it's best not to try to land the fish, bring the fish up close and cut the line as close to his mouth as possible and keep yourself out of danger. Until next time, I'm Jim Salmons,
1: and that's your kayak fishing tip of the week. For more tips and your chance to win a fantastic kayak fishing package that includes an Ocean Kayak Trident Fishing Kayak and Ex Officio Clothing,
0: lost audio. I had a coughing fit and I muted myself. Sorry, people. <laughs> I didn't see the comments either. So, I just rambled on about that uh, that tip tip segment. So, um, anyway, what I was saying was uh, the size of gear that you are using. Um, in that t- t- tip segment, I mentioned it, that uh, you know, you need quality gear, not big gear. And I seem to see it a lot more now where guys are going after big fish in their kayaks are using really big gear. Um, Much bigger than I think you need. Uh, You know, I've dealt with a, a lot of big fish, a lot of marlin, a lot of big tuna, never had a fish get even halfway into my spool. Uh, I tend to fish a tight drag because the kayak you know, the kayak moves. Um, so again, very good quality gear, um, making sure that you have something that, uh, doesn't flex. Like I said, I use the Siegler reels, the, uh, SGN. I mean, I've got big fish. I've got a hundred pound tuna on an SGN little reel. Um, the SG, the LGN are generally gonna be fine for big game fishing off of a kayak. Um, and, the main thing there is you're not using that big real, really heavy rods that are Basically going to wear you out I just don't think you need that big a gear um, Quality gear use good quality gear. Like I said, I use Siegler reels. I think they're the best Kind of digging how my hat is picking up the green screen Would it be cool if it did that all the time? <laughs> I'm easily distracted. Uh, so anyway, there were some comments and I do apologize for the audio dropping. That was like I said, I, I had a little bit of a coughing fit and I had muted my mic and I forgot to turn it back on. And it's not really obvious when you start that it uh, that happened. Anyway, uh, Mike McKenna, hi Jim, just bought a Jackson Mayfly and love the stability. It's my first new boat since the Trident I won from your show. That's funny. Um, yeah, the Mayfly is a heck of a platform. Really set up. Uh it was designed as a fly fishing boat. Um, but of course you can do any kind of kayak fishing off of it. But yeah, super, super, super stable. Uh so if you're looking for a stand-up platform, it is a great one. And thank you, Aline, for letting me know that I had no audio. Um and yeah, that was mainly the rest of the comments. Uh Stan saying great paddling tips. Yeah. Um Well, Ken was a former whitewater uh, world champion kayaker. Uh, He does all kinds of kayaking. So if you're going to get good tips on paddling, uh, Ken is the one. But um, like I said, the main thing is if you are going to be a paddler, I said, I say it again, invest in a good paddle and take the time to learn how to paddle properly learn how to use that torso rotation, learn how to use your whole body and you are be much, much more efficient. And what I always say is the one thing that pedal kayakers will never get that a paddling ki- kayaker can enjoy is glide. So pedal boats don't glide because there's all that mechanism of a little water and they just stop. So if you, if you're in a, a paddling kayak, a nice fast boat, you know, the Kraken, um, and you get that boat that just moves through the water it, it it's i mean that's why i got into kayak fishing is i loved that paddling and the glide through the water so um anyway let's uh i think this is probably getting pretty near the end of the show so let's uh, run the last bit of it
1: visit kayakfishingshow.com
2: have you gone kayak fishing yet you need to
1: Billy and his crew have made this one of the greatest trips a kayak angler could hope for. But after a week of incredible fishing, it's time for Ed and Jim to head home to San Diego.
0: If you want service second to none, you're going to want to visit this place. We've had a great time. Well, it's time to head home. My taxi just got here. Whenever I'm throwing lures, I want to make sure those fish are going to stick. That's why I've switched out all my treble hooks to Mustad KBD Ultra Point treble hooks. They're super strong and have a short shank that prevents the lures with multiple hooks from becoming tangled. More importantly, all Mustad Ultra Point hooks use a three-step grinding method, which lets them remove less metal from a point without compromising the sharpness. That means your hook stays sharp for longer, which at the end of the day means more fish landed. You can see all the great Mustad products at
1: mustad.no. Tune in next week to the kayak fishing show as Jim heads back to his home waters of La Jolla and hangs out with a few of his friends from the past seasons.
0: Stop that thing. So uh, again, apologize for the uh, audio issues there. Um, Mike, I uh, hope my back is on the mint. My back is always an issue. <laughs> uh, it kind of de- depends on the day. Actually, been using a product, uh, um, THC-involved um, salve that actually seems to help quite a bit. So that's a good one. Uh, Stan, what is a good kayak for beginners? Stan, that really um, is a tough one. Uh, Mainly because you got to, there's so many questions involved. Um, you know, your budget obviously, um, how big are you? How tall are you? How heavy are you? Uh, what waters will you be paddling? Um, a lot of times when I say, you know, people want a, a good kayak for beginners, I always say it's like if you get out there and try it and you know you like it maybe not necessarily get a kayak for beginners and get the right kayak uh, because do you really want to buy one and then, you know, a year later turn around and buy another one? Um, I'd say buy an established brand like Jackson Kayak, who I work with now. Um, You're going to get those kayaks are designed with the input of kayak anglers. Um, They're not like knockoffs, you know, some Chinese brand or anything like that that you're finding in a big box store. Um, so a lot more thought has gone into the design. Um, but again, you know, I do you want to paddle? Do you want to pedal? Do you want to go distance? Do you want to go offshore? Uh, are you fishing in a small pond? You know, so there's so many variables on what is the right kayak for you. You know, speed versus stability. Uh, do you want to stand? You know, when I'm fishing offshore, there, there's really no reason for me to stand. I don't need a kayak that sta- I can stand in. I want a kayak that moves through the water quickly. Uh, if I'm at a place where I'm bass fishing, like in this episode here where we were um, at El Salto, I would not have selected the kayak we have there. But back then, that was the kayak that was available. With all the kayaks we have now, I would have selected a kayak that was more standable, um, you know, for sight casting and and a little more precise casting when you're standing up. Um, so a standable boat is, is very desirable when you, uh, are doing that type. When I'm fishing the flats in Louisiana, Florida, you know, I like a stand up kayak. Um, so having that, you know, discovering what kind of water you're going to be on. And then I, I I'll be a straight up honesty. I mean, I've been guiding for a long, long time and there are certain people who are inherently unstable. I mean, you put them on the kayak and, you know, within the first couple of minutes, it's like, wow, we we may have an issue today. And that was a big problem back in the day when all of the kayaks I had were long, skinny, fast paddling kayaks. Well, now you can get those people in a boat that, you know, you could stand up and dance on some of these kayaks. They're so wide and stable. Uh, Don't necessarily want to paddle them 20 miles, but, um, you know, they're going to feel more comfortable. So for me, having surfed most of my young life, uh, being on a boat, a board that's moving a lot and all that was never an issue. So I always like long, skinny, fast kayaks, but they weren't super stable. Uh, But like I said, now there's a kayak and it don't get dissuaded. I mean, based on size or anything, there is a kayak or fishing vessel uh, for anyone. I mean, I absolutely love my Blue Sky Boatworks, that Angler 360. I mean the high, high, high seat on it and the swivel seat and being able to stand up and turn around. And, and I mean, it's such a cool boat. So there, uh, the main thing is if you can, and I know during COVID it's difficult, but get out there and try some different boats. Um, and that was a long winded answer. Hope, hopefully that helped. Um, what is this? Donald, do you have a favorite brand of rod or does it depend on the situation? Well, I do. I mean, I use century rods. Um, they are insanely light and very, very, very powerful. Um, they're quite expensive, (laughs) uh, here locally. I mean, seeker rods are absolutely amazing, but, uh, I, I do like, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I don't have, I don't even have a rod sponsor. Um, I've got a lot of fishing rods and, um, they're just a mix mash. It's more about finding the right rod for the type of fishing I'm doing. Um, but you know, I don't like to go cheap on a rod at all, uh, because it is your connection to the fish and, and sensitivity and the lightness and everything else. Um, well, Tom says Pelican kayaks. How are they? And Mike McKenna answered it. No on Pelican. Um, <laughs> well, again, it, if it's going to get you on the water and that's the and that's the boat that's going to be in your budget, then by all means, get a pelican. Um, you know, if it's going to get you on the water and, it, you know, again, if it's the right boat for the waters that you're going to be fishing, um, that's fine. If it gets you on the water and then you can say, okay, I really am into this. And then I want to upgrade to that next level of a, a more well thought out design, a better paddling boat or a better pedaling boat or whatever the case may be, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I said, I, if it gets you on the water and you're having a good time, that's the main thing. You know, I've always said, it's like, don't let any, don't let anybody tell you how to have a good time, you know, <laughs> go out there and have fun. Um, whether it's on that Pelican or whether it's on a Jax or in an ocean or a Wildy or a Hobie or whatever, if you're having a good time, that's all that matters. Now, I would say, you know, don't get a, what would be called a wreck boat, which is an open open cockpit um, that's, you know, nine feet long and take it offshore La Jolla. You know, that's not the right boat for that situation. Um, It's not safe. But again if it, if if it's if you're fishing small lakes and you know smaller bodies of water um and it's a worthwhile boat then by all means if it gets you on the water and it gets you into kayak fishing and you're having fun that is the most important thing but of course always wear a pfd <laughs> always wear a pfd We are adamant about wearing a PFD and I know actually there was some footage in there where I wasn't wearing a PFD, but, um, both of those situations where you see me in this, where I wasn't wearing a PFD were where we were on a shoot and we shipped everything down and our PFDs didn't arrive. So any other time you see me on the water, I'm wearing a PFD. So, you know, be safe, get some good instruction. Um, if you are new to it, you know, again, get that instruction, uh, know the basic safety stuff, know how to do a self rescue. You know, I, I can't tell you how many guys I've, I've had out on the water or guys that I've had to paddle up and actually rescue because they've fallen off their kayak and they don't know how to get back on. So take the time to learn how to self rescue, wear that PFD, wear the proper paddling clothing. Um, you know, you're not wearing a heavy cotton shirt like this. You're not wearing jeans. You're not wearing boots. You're know, you wearing paddling clothing, stuff that uh, wicks away moisture, Uh, stuff that dries quickly, stuff that doesn't hold that moisture and doesn't get super heavy. Uh, And of course, the right clothing going by the conditions. It's wintertime. It's cold out. So depending on where you are, you should be either wearing a wetsuit or a dry suit or dry gear, but proper paddling attire. And again, always that PFD. So looks like that is about it on the questions for right now. I do appreciate you all being here again. Remember we're trying to get back on schedule back to with the new year, back to our every Tuesday and Thursday. So we will be back here next Tuesday with uh, Patrick, Patrick Seville again, opening up the show and let me throw this up there one more time at a band of You can go there right now through the rest of the week and get a 15% discount on any of the hyperlastic plastics. Um, use the discount code that you see right here, yax 4 for 15, and that'll get you 15% off of their products for the rest of the week. And again, at the end of our six weeks, we will be doing a custom hand-picked $150 gift assortment of lures from Patrick Seville, as well as a autographed, um, uh, catalog. So, um, you know, Patrick is a good friend. He's a super passionate guy. If you tune in on Thurs, on every Tuesday, he's there for the initial 10, 15 minutes of the show going over, um, his, uh, his lures, uh, each, each week is a different segment of his lures. Last week was hyper elastic. I'm not, I can't remember what next week is. Um, excuse me, but, uh, you guys, super passionate, super knowledgeable, about fishing. He, he has like a thousand species of fish he's caught or something crazy. Um So we always enjoy having Patrick on here. And so he's on for the, the initial uh, 10, 15 minutes of each show on our Tuesday episode. So until next time, I hope you guys, again, please share these with your friends. Again, we're trying to build up our audience again. Uh, It's kind of waned um, because we kind of backed off on doing shows. So trying to get them going again. So if you can help us out by sharing them, I really, really appreciate it. So anyway, if you are going out on the water, please remember to always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. Have a great weekend.